listening to Psychology NCERT Class 11th and 12th with Dr. Kavita Bhargav. Dear all, a warm gratitude to all of you for giving me beautiful reviews on my first episode. Your reviews were so encouraging that they led me to the creation of my second episode. Your answers, your feedbacks, your joining of the Facebook group, all this means a lot to me. So thank you, Dilse. I'm your host, Dr. Kavita Bhargav, a practicing clinical hypnotherapist, a trainer, supervisor, mentor, and interviewer for clinical hypnotherapy and transpersonal regression therapy. As I have introduced myself in the previous episode as well, I have been teaching psychology for a couple of years before entering fully into the field of practice. So this amalgamation of teaching, practice, research, all this brought about an insight into me that I need to share this knowledge with the larger world. So here I am to start the second episode. In this episode, we are again dealing with Psychological Disorders Part 2. This forms Chapter 4th of Class 12th. What we are going to discuss in this episode is Classification of Psychological Disorders, Biological Factors Causing Abnormal Behavior, Psychological Factors That Cause Abnormal Behavior. You can expect answers to questions like Who prepared ICD? 10. Mention neurotransmitter that is linked with anxiety disorders. Mention neurotransmitter that is linked to schizophrenia. Mention neurotransmitter that is linked to depression. Mention any three disorders that are linked to genetic factors. Who first formulated the psychodynamic model? Write Freud's psychodynamic theory. Write the opinion of Freud about the abnormal behavior. Write the behavioral model. What do you mean by classical conditioning? All these form the one mark questions. Believe me you, they are quick marks. So once you focus here, things will be sorted and you don't need to write much. That's the icing on the cake. For short answer type questions, the questions are as follows. Discuss the diastasis stress model that explains abnormal behavior. Describe briefly the humanistic existential model that provide a psychological explanation of mental disorders and how is this model different from cognitive model. So these are the basic very short answer type questions and short answer type questions that can be expected from this episode. So without investing much of time onto the questions, let's quickly come to the first segment, Classification of Psychological Disorders. So what happens is a clinical psychologist, as I also discussed in my first episode, a psychologist, a clinical psychologist is required to test whether 
the person the client who is coming to us is normal or abnormal so there are certain tests like tat uh, rosha king blot test and various other tests using those tests the psychologist understand which category of disorders the person lies in and accordingly the therapeutic alignment happens like what all therapies or what all sessions do we need to take for that particular person so these disorders are based upon certain shared common symptoms the american psychiatric association it categorizes the disorders on the basis of some shared common symptoms now these common symptoms which apa or american psychiatric association has published are published in the book called diagnostic and statistical manual of mental disorders we often refer to as dsm 4 wo baat alag hai ki dsm 5 6 7 bhi aa gaye but the ncrt still has dsm 4 so here i am explaining more about dsm 4 since this is this book is the fourth edition or the fourth revision we call it dsm 4 into this classification there are five excesses or five dimensions you can call them the dimensions are biological psychological social and other aspects so based upon all these dimensions we find out whether the person lies in first axis second axis or the fifth axis in india the official system that we follow is called icd 10 ICD-10 refers to International Classification of Diseases. 10 is the 10th revision. Okay, so this generally is called the ICD-10 classification of behavioral and mental disorders. The ICD-10 was prepared by World Health Organization, commonly referred to as WHO. in this each disorder has been described according to its main symptoms and other associated symptoms you being in class 12th this much information is sufficient enough for your introductory part the next segment deals with biological factors causing abnormal behavior which is one of the topics falling under factors causing abnormal behavior that's the main heading and then the first heading is biological factors now before understanding biological factors let's understand the mental health line so what exactly is mental health line you know if i keep mentally ill at one end and mentally healthy at the other end of the line then if you draw the normal probability curve then 0.2% would lie on completely mentally healthy wala category mentally healthy bole to body mind and soul now these are the people who are too healthy they can go to mountains and do the tap jump and you know all the tapasyas okay they are very strong in their approach mentally ill are the category who are disabled they can't even get up from their bed disabled because of mental disorders okay and then of course physiological changes also happen like you know if there is a very low iq person then this person suppose point uh, or suppose 25 iq then this child won't be able to get up from the bed he would be dependent upon his parents for all his needs even the basic needs like washing of clothes face or eating or anything and everything people who have schizophrenia also lie in this category 
So where does the normal population live? Most of us are in the plus minus 50 zone. That's the general population. Okay. Now, if I am saying plus minus 50, then at times our, our mindset may turn towards the other side of the line where we may fall under the category of mentally ill towards the right hand side if I'm keeping mentally ill at the right hand side. So till 60, it's like, you know, the person falls under the neurosis category, 60 or 75. And after that, roughly, okay, after that is the psychosis category. Now, if at times when we are in stress, any change in life brings about the stress. If there is stress in life, then the stress increases. The anxiety, anxiety may slowly bring about the phobia or the fear, taking it ahead to paranoid or maniacs or bipolar disorder or schizophrenia. So what exactly is the difference between neurosis and psychosis? Again, the orientation word plays an important role here. The neurotics, they know that they are not okay while something is okay with the others. So I am not okay, you are okay. This is where the mindsets or the orientation of neurotics happen or lie. While the psychotics, they believe I am fine, you are not okay. Generally what happens is the chemicals in the body, you know, if we go back to chapter number 3 in class 12th, all of you must have studied the gas model by Hans Selye, general adaptation syndrome. So whenever a stressor comes in our life, it increases little hormones. It gives the first alarm reaction. After that, a plateau phase comes in where we call it the stage of resistance. The body is shooting up the fight-flight mechanism, the epinephrine and the norepinephrine in the body to help us deal with the situation. But if by chance the stressors keep on increasing and so do the chemicals in the body, then we reach a burnout stage where now the chemicals have shoot up like anything, finally leading to stage of exhaustion. Now this is the stage where the physical breakdowns may happen. Breakdowns like starting with migraine, followed by tumors, heart attacks or any other problem. When the biological, yani ki, the chemicals increases in the body, then we may land up into the psychosis wala state. So here you need to understand who lies in the category of normal, who lies in the category of neuroticism and who falls under the category of psychoticism. If a person is aware about whom he is talking to, what he is talking to, plus there is something he understands wrong with him, while he doesn't know what it is, okay? At the same time, psychotic people, they won't be knowing where they are, what they are doing, whom they are talking to. The four Ds of all the abnormal behaviors, they fall under the psychotic category, generally. The psychotic person knows he is right, others are wrong. And the chemicals in the body are increasing. He has no orientation. As long as we are in the normal category, we may seek help of friends, teachers, advisors. But beyond a point of time, when the stressors are still increasing and we are not taking professional help, we may land up into neurotic category. In the neurotics category, till the normal category, normal psychologist, counselors, psychotherapist, then the healers, the hypnotherapist, 
all these people can work very easily but beyond the 60 or the 75 ka line if you cross that then the chemicals in the body are at the peak they have shooted up so here you would need the assistance of a psychiatrist a psychiatrist is someone who refers or who can refer medicines to you to decrease the biology or the biological impact of the disease so the chemicals would go down using the medication clinical psychologist assist a psychiatrist a clinical psychologist also assist the people who are disabled rehabilitation psychologist also work with them while once you are in the normal zone again then you can again come back to the hypnotherapist or the psychologist and other counselors to maintain your balance in life once the chemicals in the body are decreased who confirms whether you are psychotic or neurotic or what kind of mental disorder it is then the clinical psychologist would do the testing and then diagnose that this is the issue with you based upon that test only the psychiatrist would or should give you or prescribe you the medications so hope you understand the mental health line no one is completely mentally healthy and no one is completely mentally ill coming to the biological factors now So the main factors that cause psychological disorders are faulty genes, hormonal imbalances, malnutrition, injuries. Research proved that disorders are due to disturbances in the activities of chemicals called neurotransmitters. So whenever there is a reduction in GABA which is commonly called as gamma amino butyric acid then anxiety is caused. the biological factors also believe that once the serotonin levels reduce then there are chances of depression setting in an increase on the other hand in dopamine would lead to schizophrenia or mental retardation serotonin and dopamine are also the happiness hormones So how exactly can you increase happiness so you know i'm going little off the topic here but these two neurotransmitters they lead me to a positive side of life let's understand certain happiness tips so the four hormones that are responsible for giving human happiness are endorphins dopamine serotonin and oxytocin so let's look at the first hormone called the endorphins so when we exercise the body releases endorphins this hormone helps the body cope with the pain of the exercises we then enjoy exercising because these endorphins will make us happy so laughter is another good way of getting endorphins so we need to either spend 30 minutes of exercising every day read or watch funny stuff to get our days dose of endorphins okay so either exercises or laughter therapy the second hormone is dopamine in our journey of life we accomplish many little and big task this achievement when we achieve things it releases various levels of dopamine in our system when we get appreciated by others in our work profile or at home then we feel a sense of accomplishment and a good feeling sets in this goodness or accomplishment is because it releases the praises releases dopamine so you know your praises released certain levels of dopamine into me and i started preparing my episode 2 
which was otherwise pending this also explains why most of the housewives remain unhappy since they are rarely acknowledged or appreciated for their work so we need to also praise our mothers or people who are at home helping you through and through so just praise them and let them be happy make life easy for you and for them so once we join work we can buy a car a house or latest gadgets a new house and so forth so in each of these instances dopamine will be released and you would feel happy so do you realize now why women feel happy when they shop the third hormone is serotonin this is released when we act in a way that benefits other other people around when we transcend ourselves and give back to others or to nature or to the society it releases serotonin in us now this hormone even provides useful information on the internet like this can be generated by providing any information like writing your own blogs the information blogs answering the queries of people on quora or facebook groups this will automatically generate serotonin this is because we are going to use our precious time to help other people through the articles or the answers this again suggest when we have a facebook group answering your queries and there are two admins who are helping me out with that dr prashasti jain and mrs kamna bhargav these are the two admins who have graciously agreed to help me in answering all your queries so even this when they would answer the queries would generate serotonin in them and they would feel really happy about it and the final hormone is oxytocin this is released when we become close to other human beings when we hug our friends or family oxytocin is released the common jadu ki jhappi from munna bhai this really worked wonders it does in real life too similarly when we shake hands or put our arms around someone's shoulders various amounts of oxytocin is released so the bondings that you have the intimacy that you carry go hug your mothers hug your fathers your sisters go do that if you don't have any boyfriend or girlfriends i'm sure the younger generation is too quick in all that but then being in this role today i can only suggest the family members to be hugged so it is simple that when we exercise every day endorphin is released when our goals are accomplished dopamine happens when we need to be nice to others serotonin is released and lastly when we hug our kids friends family oxytocin is released so as simple as that make your child if you are an adult who's listening to me make your child more and more happy day by day motivate them to play on the ground this would release endorphins in them appreciate your child for his small or big achievements this would release dopamine in them inculcate sharing habit through you to your child serotonin will be of use and hug your child oxytocin will get released and that's how you can work upon increasing your own happiness so i guess with this i am done with the biological factors and the common diseases that follow when certain neurotransmitters are reduced or increased coming to the psychological factors or the psychological models you know when biology can be there how can psychologists stay back So now came up the psychological factors approach. If you've heard of the Greek philosopher Hippocrates, he was in the era 400 to somewhere around 477 AD. He talked about 
the diseases in life he said all the diseases come from three places the personality the character or the attitude of the person which suggest all the disorders are psychosomatic in nature and you would be surprised to know that it is the hippocrates oath that the mbbs doctors need to take before getting their final degrees the disease which is first created in the mind of a person in a time period of 8 to 9 months or 1 year it comes to the body now it is called disease from disease in the mind to disease in the body and now finally the symptom management happens so we need to really understand the psychological factors that lie behind any disease or any disease so let's understand the first model the psychodynamic model now this is the oldest and the most famous model all of us are aware psychodynamics or psychoanalysis is the school given by the famous sigmund freud he worked upon the three unconscious psychological forces that are responsible for creating the disorders the three unconscious psychological forces are id ego superego now id is the instincts drives and impulses that a person carries ego is something which is very rational or the logical thinking part of it superego is formed of moral standards the interaction of these three forces shape our behavior thoughts and feelings so it suggests whenever there is a conflict between id ego and superego then there are chances of falling into abnormal behavior it you know let's understand if i am a child sitting in a class where the teacher is teaching and i am craving badly for having an ice cream if i just get up walk out of the school and buy the ice cream for the outside thela wala then my id is at peak if the superego says no this is not the right time let the teacher finish off let the school get over and then we would have the ice cream that's the moral base the value of a person the bridge between the superego and id is the ego it works upon the reality principle ego bolega bhai superego ki sun lo wo bol raha hai ye abhi sahi mauka nahi hai ruk jao main tumhari need ko puri karunga thoda ruk jao kab puri karunga after the class ठीक है, सो ऐसे बहुत सारी चीजें हमारे इडिगो सुपर इगो में दे कीप मूविंग थिंग्स लाइक आई लाइक दिस पर्सन और दिस पर्सन इज मैरिड आई स्टिल लाइक हिम दैट इज इड वट डू आई डू नाउ आई इंटरनलाइज वेन आई इंटरनलाइज ब्रेकडाउन में हैपन सो यू नो मॉरली इट इज नॉट एक्सेप्टेबल टू फॉल इन लव विद समरेडी मैरिड और टू हैव एक्स्ट्रा मैरिटल अफेयर दैट इज द सुपर इगो okay the norm of the society the something which is there inside you and you still go for it and the ego tries to balance it but is unable to somehow then there is a conflict between all three now this would lead to abnormal behavior i hope i made my point clear here the second model is the behavioral model now behavioral model as all of us know it talks about the three conditionings that happen the first is the classical conditioning second operant conditioning and third is the social learning so the behaviorists they focus majorly upon the learnings that happen in a child's life classical conditioning is in which two different events happen repeatedly at the same time so if this would happen then the other thing would follow theek hai like pavlov's experiment if the bell is rung the dog would salivate 
सो ट्यूनिंग यू नो ट्यूनिंग और यू नो मेकिंग the dog understand that whenever the bell is rung then the food would definitely be given so you be prepared for that okay so that's classical conditioning so if there is a faulty conditioning which has happened right from the birth or through the parental interaction then uh, abnormal behavior may happen the second is the operant conditioning now operant conditioning is something which follows you know an a behavior or an act of yours that would be followed by a reward or a punishment now if you are rewarded then the learning of that particular behavior is stronger while if you are punished for that then the response gets weakened for example agar kisi bacche ne या बच्चे को स्लैंग्स बोलने में मजा आता है या आप उसने बोलते हुए सुन लिया अब मम्मी तो आपको डांट लगा रही हैं और पिताजी आपको हंसी खुशी बोल रहे हैं वाह बेटा डू इट अगेन अभी क्या है इफ द चाइल्ड अंडरस्टैंड फादर्स वर्ड्स फादर को लुकअप कर रहा है तो नाउ दिस पर्सन वुड हैव अ फॉल्टी लर्निंग अब उसमें कॉन्फ्लिक्ट है ना मम्मी कुछ और बोल रही है पिताजी कुछ और बोल रहे हैं यू नीड टू सी फर्स्ट बींग पेरेंट्स इफ पेरेंट्स आर लिसनिंग टू मे you need to first see both the parents need to be in cordial rules and regulations along with the grandparents please in our culture the grandparents also have a major impact so first the elders of the home need to sit together form certain guidelines of your behaviors do's and don'ts according to the child in front of the child and then from there give them the right conditioning right rewards and punishment now if the child is asking for a chocolate and mother says you first need to finish off the work the child is doing the ziddi please de do na abhi mummy to nahi mummy ek point pe strong baithi pehle pad lo and then only chocolate would follow par agar dadi ka dil pigal jata hai she gives the chocolate yahan pe fir se faulty conditioning hai theek hai so we need to be careful in this aspect also social learning we imitate you know human beings are from apes and chimpanzees you've seen you know uh, you go to uh, certain temples and you do certain acts apes also follow you doing that the similar act ek jane na topi feka sare bandar topi feke if you go back to the ten hat story if you don't know that you can pitch in your question in the facebook group and we'll discuss that with you so we learn through imitation through following the acts and the you know behaviors of our elders parents teachers or neighbors or even the mates at time who come in so be careful so if you are leaving your child with a nanny and the nanny is teaching the child or doing certain act in front of the child which the child may follow so be careful that even a nanny's behavior child may follow okay and then you would say oh ye to hamara bachcha hi nahi ho sakta bhai us child ko chhoda aap hi ne now understand kahan se aaya no child let me tell you learns all this from before the womb so whatever the child would follow or learn would be right from the first time his soul visits the mother's womb the fourth day of the fourth month generally and from there the subconscious mind of the person starts storing each behavior each word until date the modern memory part of the subconscious mind has all the records stored with a certain event associated with a particular emotion which is where the importance of you know pregnant ladies thinking good talking good feeling good comes in because the child's mind is activated right from the womb itself 
later on we need to understand we are forming the base to the child these are all the core issues later on would they would show up in the presenting issues now let me discuss a case study here with you because since i'm talking about this so there was a person who was at the age of 32 years of his life hua kya uske sath mein uski sister delivered a baby to receive the baby or to see the baby this man or this boy entered the hospital when he entered the hospital he crossed the incubation room and after meeting the knees he came back happily home since that day he developed or he had this notion in his mind that he would not survive now this person was healthy happy fine doing really well in his life but then this notion i won't survive continuously tortured him you know he went to doctor from doctor to another doctor and another doctor the doctors wrote in the uh, file that the person has a fear of death no when the person came to regression therapist finally he understood that there is something else behind the layer so when the therapist asked that you have the fear of death the person said no i'm very clear it is not the fear of death i just feel that i will not survive so when the person was regressed back in the present life we call it age regression in hypnotherapy the person regresses to a memory or to an event in this lifetime where he was just 2 days old and he was very weak he was kept in incubator where one of the nurses was holding this baby in her hands and talking to the other nurse saying this child will not survive of course he survived he was out of the incubator room but later on when he saw incubation room when he went to see the niece this memory got triggered a clear example of how everything is there in your subconscious mind so you know kahani ke niche aur deeper kahani hai we have to go down and check that kahani that is where the importance of hypnotherapy is but in behavior therapy all this is done via using your conscious mind which is just 10 to 12% so let's understand social learning all of you know bandura talked about this we learn through imitating others so understand what you're giving out to the child there and accordingly when the child would grow up or accordingly the issues in his life whether he grows up whether he is young would keep showing there you would need the right intervention enough on behavioral model today let's talk about the cognitive model now the cognitive the word says thinking and definitely this model says that abnormal behavior is due to faulty cognitions cognition is thoughts and beliefs the belief system in a person so people can be irrational and incorrect in attitudes and beliefs about themselves due to certain illogical thoughts people can often have negative ideas on the basis of one single negative event now when the word is about the belief system i would definitely like to relate it with again the mind so between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind is a thin layer called the critical filter we also call it the critical mind now this is the layer through which i see the world around if i'm wearing a black glass the world would appear black to me if it is a blue glass the world would appear blue to me if it is a red glasses then i would see the world red the world is same my dear we are the ones who are wearing the glasses these glasses are formed of the values that have been given to us generally they are via S E 
आर सोशल एडुकेशनल और द एक्सपोजर पार्ट ऑफ इट इकोनॉमिकल कंडीशंस ऑफ योर लाइफ एंड द रिलीजियस बेसिस सो इफ बेस्ड अपॉन द सीयर आई क्रिएट अ सर्टन रूल और द रूल ऑफ लाइफ दिस इज राइट दिस इज रॉन्ग और आई हैव माई ओन बिलीव सिस्टम देन आई वुड बी जजिंग द वर्ल्ड नाउ दिस जजमेंट वुड बी अनहेल्दी फॉर मी सो यू नो वर्ल्ड इज सेम आई एम जजिंग from my conscious mind the files are going down my own subconscious mind and becoming 6000 times more powerful so faulty belief system is corrupting my own mind when my mind is not stable it is my files are corrupted of the subconscious mind definitely i am at dis ease and slowly it will come down to abnormal behavior which is disease part of it next comes the humanistic existential model people are basically friendly cooperative constructive and all of us want to reach to our highest potentials in life which is the self actualization levels if anyhow you don't find your self actualization levels and you perceive that you are living a meaningless life then this lack of meaning and not being able to reach your highest potential will give you a kind of existential anxiety into you and this would later on cause the abnormal behavior so we need to avoid irresponsibilities or living a life just like that purposelessly or you know if a child is there who wants to do something and is not allowed to do something then again there is a conflict उसको करना कुछ और है उसका लाइफ का पर्पस कुछ और है आप उसको झोंक कहीं और रहे हो जस्ट बिकॉज ऑफ सर्टन कंडीशंस सो फिगर आउट यू नो दैट इज वेयर द मूवी थ्री इडियट्स हैज इट्स इम्पॉर्टेंस सो दैट्स वेयर द एक्सिस्टेंस कम्स फ्रॉम व्हाट गिव्स यू प्लेजर इन लाइफ हाउ डू यू फील दैट यू कैन रीच द हाइस्ट पोटेंशियल इफ यू रीच इट यू बिकम नॉर्मल यू रिमेन नॉर्मल हेल्थी बींग इफ यू कॉन्ट रीच इट देन द एम नॉर्मल बिहेवियर हैपन्स coming to the socio cultural model now this is the model that works upon the family structure it says abnormal behavior is due to social and cultural forces like violence group prejudices stereotypes discriminations economic and unemployment issues and a rapid social change happening so whenever there is a structural dysfunction then this may you know the abnormal behavior may happen the family structures are such that they intervene with each other's activities thoughts feelings and this may lead to abnormal behavior people who are isolated and they lack social support they are likely to form or fall into the category of depression the social labeling that you give to people ye to ye hai ya jaise maine pehle bataya ye to pagal hai now this pagal is a label given to the person one find that this pagal would prove to be a pagal to you be careful in your words don't label people socially so you know enmeshed family system right are punjaban se shaadi kar raha hai bhi punjabi ne na aisi hoti hai tu brahman hai tere liye punjaban sahi nahi hai bhai aap mama ji ho aap tau ji ho aap apni boundaries mein raho par nahi sahab family structure functional nahi hai aap apne family system mein nahi ho is wajah se bhi many of the people may fall into depression category or abnormal behavior category the last is the diastasis stress model now this is the model that states that 
साइकोलॉजिकल डिसऑर्डर्स दे डेवलप व्हेन अ डायस्थेसिस व्हाट इज डायस्थेसिस बायोलॉजिकल प्रीडिस्पोजिशन टू सर्टेन डिसऑर्डर्स ठीक है यानी मेरे पास में ऑलरेडी देयर इज वन टेम्पलेट रेडी विद मी एंड नाउ व्हेनेवर आई वुड फेस अ स्ट्रेसफुल सिचुएशन देन माय स्ट्रेस प्रोन पर्सनालिटी वुड लीड मी इनटू सम काइंड ऑफ स्ट्रेस डिस्ट्रेस इन लाइफ दिस वुड गिव मी द एबनॉर्मल बिहेवियर ओके वर्ड्स व्हिच आर इंपॉर्टेंट हियर इज हियर आर डायस्थेसिस और द प्रेजेंस ऑफ सम बायोलॉजिकल डिफेक्ट जो कि इनहेरिट भी हो सकता है इनहेरिटेड है जनरली इनहेरिटेड है द सेकेंड इज डायस्थेसिस गिव्स यू रिस्क और गिव्स यू अ प्री डिस्पोजिशन अ रेडीमेड टेम्पलेट एंड द लास्ट इज द प्रेजेंस ऑफ अ स्ट्रेस एजेंट सो वेन यू आर प्रोन टू स्ट्रेस यू ऑलरेडी हैव अ रेडीमेड यू कैन से मोल्ड टू इट एंड देन यू फेस अ स्ट्रेसफुल सिचुएशन इन लाइफ यू मे लैंड अप फीलिंग एबनॉर्मल बींग एबनॉर्मल तो बेसिकली दिस वर्क अपॉन द जेनेटिक फैक्टर्स द स्ट्रेस मे नॉट हैपन इफ द स्ट्रेसेज आर नॉट प्रेजेंट जेनरली स्ट्रेसेज आर देयर सो दिस इज वॉट इन फ्यू वर्ड्स डाइस्थेसिस स्ट्रेस मॉडल टॉक्स अबाउट जेनरली दिस क्वेश्चन कम्स इन थ्री मार्कर्स सो सम की वर्ड्स एंड यू वुड बी थ्रू सो दिस फिनिश इज दिस एपिसोड ऑफ माइन लेट्स हैव अ वेरी क्विक रिकैप इन दिस एपिसोड आई टॉक्ड अबाउट और एक्सप्लेन द क्लासिफिकेशन ऑफ साइकोलॉजिकल डिसऑर्डर्स बेस्ड अपॉन सर्टन शेयर्ड एंड कॉमन सिम्टम्स द एपीए अमेरिकन साइकैट्रिक एसोसिएशन गेव डीएसएम फोर इन इंडिया वी यूज आई सी डी टेन विच इज गिवेन बाई डब्ल्यू एच ओ आफ्टर दैट आई एक्सप्लेन द थिन लाइन बिटवीन द नॉर्मल एंड एब नॉर्मल कैटेगरी आई कॉल इट द मेंटल हेल्थ लाइन दिस वॉज फॉलोड बाई द बायोलॉजिकल फैक्टर्स दैट आर रिस्पॉन्सिबल फॉर एब नॉर्मल बिहेवियर द फैक्टर्स आर लाइक रिडक्शन इन गाबा दैट लीड्स टू एनजाइटी गाबा स्टैंड फॉर गामा अमीनो ब्यूट्रिक एसिड वन मार्क क्वेश्चन Reduction in serotonin leads to depression increase in dopamine brings about schizophrenia and mental retardation now these are the three important things after that i explained how you can increase your own happiness lastly i talked about the psychological factors the psychological factors talks about the following psychodynamic model which majorly focuses upon the conflict in id ego and super ego states the behavioral model that talks about the faulty learning patterns which we learn through classical conditioning operant conditioning and social learning the cognitive model which talks about the faulty thinking zone part of it humanistic existential model whenever there is lack of meaning in life and you are not able to achieve your self actualization level then abnormal behavior may happen the socio cultural model talks about the family structure and also people who are isolated or feel lack of support all these things may lead to depression also the social labeling can affect such a person the diastasis stress model is the last model under psychological factors it says in a state of diastasis which is a certain aberration genetic aberration and a predisposition of risk plus the presence of stress agents all these three situations together may lead to abnormal behavior so with this i finish my second episode i hope you enjoyed listening to it thank you for your constant support i cherish your feed forwards follow me on the facebook group for the learning i have two admins waiting for you to answer your queries link for the group is given in the description
you can also follow me on instagram my handle is by the name dr kavita bhargav d r k a v i t a b h a r g a v a we often do the live sessions time and again there if you like this video please leave your comments in the facebook group also you can find me on google and my personal messages also i'm liking it the way you are listening my podcast and responding i'm loving it you can also email me onto my email id drkavitabhargav@gmail.com if you like it please subscribe it now each wednesday i'm planning to release each episode keep yourself tuned in and share with people whom you think this knowledge is required happy learning happy healing